Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog. We don't have to worry about getting traded at least, fella. No, we don't. No, it's great. Because we are the fucking owners and operators and CEOs of Missing Curfew. What a, it's nice to be on Should this side trade? of the fence, huh? Should we trade one of these fucking guys? I might trade Bing right now. I got to be honest with you. I mean, he shows up with if that I, flow like that today. He thinks he's, he thinks he's in the lineup tonight. If I, I had a GM call me about Bing Banta, I would listen right now. I would listen. I would say, all right, listen, I got a soft spot in the heart for the kid, but what do you offer me? Yeah, what's he what's he bringing what to the table? Got? What's he got? You know, what do you got? You gonna throw a couple weed pens in there for me? Yeah, uh, yeah, what are you gonna what are you like gonna they get? Say, trade him for a bag of pucks, eh? <laughs> I'm just joking, Banger. Max, you're not going anywhere. We need you, but no, but hey, think about this. Think at about any it. time, fuck it. Fuck at any time you show you, up right? and you're like, pack your shit, you're gone. Yeah. Then you're like, what do you mean I'm gone? So think about being an athlete. If you just showed up here one day at Hall Pass, Banger and A Hall, just I guess you could get fired. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but Hall so. A Hall was like, uh, Banger, I gotta talk to you about something. Uh, what's up, buddy? Uh, have a seat. Uh, we yeah. traded you. You're going to uh, Columbus. Hack your bags, your flights in two hours. What would you, would your sphincter tighten up a little bit? Or what would you think if you're like, hey, we traded you to the studio in Columbus. You got two hours to get out of here. Thankfully, my sister, brother-in-law, and her two kids are just moved to Columbus. So I got, I <laughs> wow. got family there. But wow. it's kind of like Binger liking that his life up in, uh, you know, Venice and Hermo or wherever. Santa Monica, like, Binger Santa Monica. Like, you know, imagine where you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm comfy here in Scottsdale. I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. Like, well, fucking pack your shit, bud. You're playing tonight. <laughs> pack, your huh? pack your shit, bud. You're going to if you're flying to Columbus. Oh, I'm, I mean, if, if I'm making millions of dollars, I'm I'm pretty okay with going to to Scottsdale. True, true. We all yeah, made, yeah, we were yeah. making Scottsdale bananas. We were nice. making bananas. That's true. Scottsdale's nice. Columbus, not so much. It still sucks when you get traded, though. I got traded two days before the deadline, and just like that, one phone call gone. 
Yeah. I don't uh, have the same thing to you around deadline time. It's fucking times. crazy, man. Three times you got traded at the deadline? Three times, bud. At the deadline? Yes. Wow. Nashville, Philly. Philly, Phoenix. Phoenix, Columbus. All at the deadline? Yeah. Well, the Nashville one was probably two weeks before. It felt like the deadline because it hit me right in the side of the face. <laughs> the GM was I like, sh- fuck, we got to trade this guy. This well, is our last day. Trade you know, and, and the GM at the time is now in the news this week. Big news. But um, I showed up to dinner in St. Louis late. I was having a little nap, probably a few too many the night before. And I show up and Fiddler and Jared Smithson and uh, Ham Hughes and Hartsey are like, fuck, do you have your phone on? I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, and they're like, fuck, but I don't know how to tell you this, but you know, you got traded. You're like, fucking traded. I'm like, for who? They're like, Forsberg. I'm like, that's not bad. But it wasn't, you know, it was perfect. It wasn't perfect. Shed it's a tear, perfect. shed a tear, yeah. order a couple appies, drink three bottles of wine. And then I was gone the next morning. I played that next day in New York City. So, Banger, the deadline's not till Friday. So don't get too comfy here. I might yeah. go into A-Hall here after this show and talk to him and see if we can maybe, we might try to make a trade, Banger. It's not the personal. It's business, bud. It is business. <laughs> yeah, we got a hard cap to worry about here. If, yeah. it, cu- if it cuts down my commute, might, <laughs> might be the best. Hey, up dog, let's talk about Poyle and Trotsy there. You teed it up. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Not big news. Crazy news. Trotsy is going to take over for Dave Poyle come June 30th. So right before UFA's July 1st. But um, I was a little bit caught off guard with this. I'm happy for yeah. Trotsy. Congrats, uh, congrats to Barry Trotz. Trotsy boys love you here at Mr. Curfew. Uh, I just wonder what kind of GM he's going to be. It's it's great coach, <laughs> legendary coach, Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. Let's see how he does in the front office. I know. And I, and I sent him a text because we'd love to have him on. Trotsy, he'd love to have you on. Um, and I said, wow, like full circle, right? Coming back to Nashville, it was it was the beginning of his coaching career here in the in the NHL. Um, he bled, you know, Nashville predator, call it what white, blue and gold, but Trotsy was a great, you know, he's a great person in in the league. He deserves, I think a chance to sit up top now, have a little bit different role, but David Poyle, I mean, I looked this stat up the other day. You know how many games this guy has GM'd? It's, it's he's like the most winningest coach. In, he's the winning, most winningest coach in the NHL history. GM, GM. In, GM in the history of the NHL. And I think he's just been a son of a gun to deal with too, like for for other GMs. Yeah. And look at what he just got for for Jano. Like he he worked. I mean, so he's leaving the Nashville Predators, and they're you know they're still in the mix here, but he's leaving them making moves for their future. You know, he brings in four draft picks for Jano, and that's you know a guy that's had a great year last year, five goals this season, coming in great player. Yeah. But he's building the Nashville Predators for the future. He always had. He's always had their best interests, and he's turned the Nashville Predators into an organization that was, you know, in the 2000s, kind of a laughing stock to the NHL, not because they drafted me, but because they were a new, you know, hockey was new in Tennessee. It mm-hmm. wasn't very, you played there still yeah. when it was new. And he turned them into a competitive, well, well-oiled place that people wanted to go play. People respected Nashville, respected him, the coaching staff. Um, it's just, he was a guy that you never, ever thought was going to just quit. I think it's time he quits. No kidding. Yeah. I think it's been a great run for Dave. Listen, I I didn't see eye to eye with Dave, my year in in Nashville. I, I think Dave Poyle is a great human being. I think he's a good guy. I think he's too vanilla for me. Right. Trotsy, if you're going to come in there, fucking be yourself. Right. And to me, it's going to be interesting because when I played in Nashville, Poyle did the lineup. Well, right. And this is the one thing I didn't love about Barry Trotz and Trotz. I love you. And I would love for you to come me. on missing curfew, but there'd be times where to our fourth line, he'd come in after morning skate and say, Hey, stay ready. I'll let you know who's playing. And I always thought that's not right. 
You, you know, you don't know by now who's in. Don't make these guys go home, have a pregame meal, sleep, and then come to the rink and tell him he's not playing. But he had to wait for Poyle to tell him he was playing. And that happens. Some GMs like Brian Burke has nothing to do with the lineup. It's on the coaches. Vice versa. I wonder how Trotsy's going to be come a GM. If, if he's going to learn from his coaching time, be like, coach gets the lineup card. I make the trades. Or if he will do a little Dave Poyle. And big. God, you just reminded me. This, yeah. That was hell. Yeah, By the way, sucks. I was I was 19, 20, 21 years old dealing with that all the time. It sucks. It's crazy. Like coming in and there'd be four guys on the bottom line until literally five minutes before the game. You'd come off for warmups. You'd still sit there with your gear on and it would be four names on the fourth line. You're like, and then Trotsy would come in and he'd just be like, up dog, not tonight. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. kid. Now I know that actually ticks that me off. That was the only thing I didn't like about now, Nashville or Trotsy. I love Trotsy. I always disrespected like the fact that the Preds, yeah, they built the Predators up to what they were. They weren't oh, just buddy. the laughing stock of the NHL. When so. I was there, we won our first playoff round. Dave Poyle came in, and the other guy that sizzled me. What was this? Paul Fenton. Paul Fenton. Fucking still sizzled me this day. <laughs> they came in, and they were, like, crying. They were, like, hugging Shea Weber and Ryan Suter yeah, and Jordan Tutu. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, fellas, this is all great. Like, But we got Vancouver next round here. Let's not, you know. But yeah. for what you're saying, where the organization had started to where they, listen, they've yeah, I love the Nashville Predators. I love Brandon Walker. I love Barry Trotz. I respect Dave Poyle. You know, me and him didn't see eye to eye, like I said. But I'm just interested to see what kind of GM Trotz is going to be. And obviously, this is why he didn't take a head coaching job, right? We, we thought in the summertime, what the fuck is Trotz waiting for yeah. here? Like Winnipeg, he's a Manitoba boy. I think Trotz deserves this opportunity. Yeah. I think he's been such a great coach, and he's such a cornerstone of the Predators that this is the right move. Yeah, and he's been in hockey for so yeah. long. And, and he's... He's seen all walks of life from young kids to winning Stanley Cups to playing in different cities and different markets. And he's got a good grip on the league. He's exactly. not too far out of the league. He's got a good grip and, on it. And when you talk about what happened here in, in Anaheim, and I don't know Pat Verbeek from a fucking hole in the wall, but as an ex-duck, that's what pissed me off is that everything that they've built here in Anaheim over the course of the last 15 years with Getzlav and Solani. And, Throw it right out the fucking window. And you bring in a guy from a different organization when Scott Niedermeyer could have been the GM or... I, I don't know, somebody within this organization. And that's what's great about this is that Trotsy can now bounce ideas off Dave Poyle. Dave's going to be around. He'll be there if Trotsy needs him. And you keep the foundation of this organization still there. And yeah. that's why I love this move for the Preds. Yeah, it's it's unique. I don't know if it's ever, ha has it ever happened like that? Like a GM been there for so long, yeah. brings in a, a coach that had left and had success away from him. It's been, I mean, what is it? 2000 and maybe 10 since Trotsy's been gone? Like how long after you do you think Trotsy went to? Did he go immediately to Washington? Yep, not so right he, after my year, but so he went Wash and then he went New York Islanders. It's probably been ten years, I'd say he's since he's been back there. Probably 2012. Let's, Let's look, look him that up, up here. But uh, I mean, I like it. It's a great, it's a great move for their organization and whoever thought it out, whether it was Poyle going, Trotsy's my going to be my heir, you know? Yeah, I wonder if like. He, this was always the plan, right? Yeah. Like he let him go and said, listen, you know, where well, you're going to take over for me eventually. Go win a Stanley Cup. Here we go. Stand by. Stand by, Trotsy. Trotsy's last year as a head coach of the Nashville Predators was 2011, 2012. Yeah. They lost in the second round. So, yeah, that was the year after me. He coached one more year after me. We lost in the second round the year before. He lost in the second round. No, no, my bad, Updog. 2013, 2014. They missed the playoffs back-to-back -back years. And then he piped him. And then he went to Wash. And he almost won He almost won one at Long Island. If it wasn't for Coop and the Lightning. Yeah. Right? Two yeah, game right. sevens. Yeah. They needed one more goal scorer. But uh, I love Barry Trotz. Uh, Trotz, congratulations. I think it's great for the organization. 
Uh, and I think it's time for Dave. What yeah. a great run. Time to. He's handing still, him off a yeah. great team, too. Great, great pieces. Team. Good pieces. Good pieces. Roman Yossi, sick flow. Yeah. That's Saros, got Saros. He's got a goalie. He's got Yossi. I mean, there, there's your foundation. I would say Trotsky, if you got any, if you need some suggestions, just ask Walks, right? Yeah, yeah. Call Walks up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would make Trotsky, you should make Brandon Walker your assistant GM. Right here. Just hire Walks as assistant GM. Yeah, it's about time. He's put yeah. his time in. Hey, Walks. Walks, you heard it here first. All that, all that riding the bus. <laughs> He's put his time in. Uh, Trotsky, congratulations. Up dog. Uh, MLB spring training starting up here. Fucking baseball in February. Yeah, you I like get, that, Max, or what? Oh, yeah. By Which the way, I get the I get the notifications. Jays, hey, Jays lineups in. I'm like, oh, it's nice to see the boys back in action. So you got some nice little rule changes you're excited about, Fala. Yeah, I like the larger bases, but I thought I figured you'd like that one. I, I haven't yet to see them, but I'm I'm interested. I've How heard they, they, I've they, heard they look good. They want they want to um, they want to make more stolen bases, right, Max? It's everything safety, stolen bases. I think it's safety more than anything um, else. Yeah, pussies. The, the offense is going to increase tremendously this year with no shifts. Bigger bases. You know what else I like? 18 inches up, dog. Oh, how, how does she like that? <laughs> well, I can take all that 18 inches. I like, uh, <laughs> by, by the way, um, another one is I don't like if the pitcher's allowed to throw to first base fucking 10 times. Only twice. You're only allowed to do it twice. So pick your fucking poison because now the guy can steal on you, right? So you can't I'm keep him close. You can't keep him close. No, I'm all about wow. stealing. I'm all about stealing. Yeah. yeah, get one ahead. Wow, the bag's a lot bigger. You're right. So what crazy. are they going from, like a 14-incher to 18-incher? Uh, I will say 15 it's, to 18. Yeah, it's going to help with – sometimes I feel bad when a guy does swipe a bag and he, and he falls <sighs> off the bag and they, ta- and they tag him. I don't like that because yeah. he stole the base. But a guy old. steps right on the back of your ankle. I like that, that's, though. That's I like that. Baseball. That's old school. Like, step right on his fucking toe. <laughs> like, this is for, oh, we don't share the bag. Come on, let's go. I miss when they could run the catcher, too. Let's no bring, kidding. Let's yeah, bring back. You can run the catcher. Don't you guys miss that? I agree. I you played catcher you'll... and that was like, I love that. The contact of it. Bring it on. Yeah. You want to come in? To, yeah. You want to stand on my line? It's yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah. I like Jimmy fly. Jimmy Snooker fly right over him. I'm, I'm a big fan of the shift though. If we're now that we're talking about this, I, I, I hated the shift last year. I was a left-handed hitter when I played as Binger knows. I ripped one to the gap on him. Um, Saw that. The shift is such a disadvantage to these left-handed hitters. Don't you agree? I think the hitter's got to be able to, to you leave the an entire way. side of the field open for him. Yeah, that's true. No, listen, when I have money on baseball and the shifts on, I'm like, lay down a bunt, just fucking yep. bunt or learn how to hit right-handed and rip one down the other line. Switch. Hit. Can you switch hit at, at, at an at bat? Do you have to stay the same side each time? We were talking about this the other day. I think the, cause there's a guy in college right now. That's a switch pitcher. He can throw right-handed and left-handed. So like the batter has to declare himself before the bat, which way he's going to hit. So the pitcher can, um, okay. Do do it. Otherwise, it's just going to be a dance back and forth, back which and forth. I think would be good. But but just keep it under the clock, the new clock. I was just going to say, I, I heard today um, that games were two hours and forty five minutes, and now with the new clock, two hours and twenty minutes. That's nice. Because I said to our boy Jim Abbott, I said, Jim, I think baseball should be seven innings all the time now. Maybe come playoff time, you switch it, but seven innings. He's like, no, obs. You just can't do that to the game. The history of the game, you can't just say, hey, it's a seven-inning game all of a sudden. Now. Unless it's, if it's more than four runs, it's seven innings. You want a mercy rule. Yeah. Mercy rule. Four runs, that's it? That's a grand slam. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, by that, everyone's left the barn. We used to do the old 10-run rule in soft pitch, I think, or slow pitch. If you get up 10, fucking turn the lights out. We're going home. <laughs> Where <laughs> are we the, going? Hey, grab the beer. We're done here. We're up 10. Someone Let's go. changed that reso at One Oak. We're coming in early. <laughs> yeah. You know? But it sucks for these guys. They're here for four days, and some nights they got to play till like midnight. 
What the fuck? That wouldn't slow you down. You don't have to be at the barn the next day. You don't have to be at the yard the next day till three yeah, o'clock. Yeah, one of the starting pitches. I'd already be out the door. Imagine, I mean, I would have been a great baseball player. Like just a schedule. No practice, just play player. games. Show Why up did the, you even switch anyway? Show up to the park at three o'clock. Paychecks would have been way better than four, the MLB. Four nights in the same city. Imagine the fucking damage you could have done I there. Know. Four nights. I know. Uh, I have a few kids running. (laughs) (laughs) Jays are looking good. Are you guys excited for the world baseball? Uh, Matt Harvey's playing for team Italy, by the way. I saw that. That is why he had that hat on. He's playing for team Italy. I don't even know he's Italian. Me neither. Uh, Canada's in there. Our pitching's not great. Are you guys excited for it? Yeah. The Dominican team is just going to wipe the floor with everybody. Where are the games? Is there any games close to us? Uh, No, no. Arizona. It's like, it's Japan somewhere in Europe. No, Canada's playing in Phoenix. 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 That's what, that was the American one. Yeah. But yeah. not San Diego or I, I just, you know, not this year. Maybe we go in. We got to get to mullet arena here, fellow, before the year ends. Yeah, maybe we we got to get to mullet. I hit up Kells this week. Thanks to Clayton Keller. He was yeah. uh, our guest this week at the, from the all-star game. I said, Kells, pick a good weekend where you guys play. We can watch a game and meet up. You can go play sugar loaf with your sugar leaf. <laughs> What's it called? Silver leaf. Silver leaf. <laughs> sugar loaf. That was great. Sugar loaf. That's a, that's oh, a ski that run, fun? isn't it? Sugar I'm not loaf? sure what What's sugar loaf. Sugar loaf. Sounds like a nice bakery. It does sound like a nice bakery. What do you got on your mind? A nice little It does sound like a nice bakery. Oh, I'm starving right now. <laughs> I'm excited for baseball. Jays, come on, baby. Come on. Our bullpen still sucks, but um, up dog. Good idea with the new rules on baseball. I think they needed that. It's time yeah. for a change. Spice Pitch clock, hitting clock. I don't, I don't know if I like the bigger base or not. I, I like confrontation. So time will tell on that. <laughs> Hopefully it just know. adds to more uh, offense. You want more stolen bases. Yeah. I like that. A little small ball. Hit and run. Yeah. What, what, what's uh, that? Hit and run here. Who, who's the leader all time? Stolen bases. What's his name? Ricky, Ricky Anderson. Anderson. It is Ricky? And yeah. who was the other guy before him? Pete Rose. Uh, was it really? In stolen bases or his? Pete Rose is hits. I'm thinking the guy in Major League. What's his name? Willie Mays. uh, Willie Mays. Yeah, Willie Mays. Yeah. Well, you may run like Mays, but you hit like shit. (laughs) Every time you hit a ball in the air, you owe me 100 (laughs) push-ups. Well, you may run like Mays, but you hit like shit. With your speed, you should hit the ball on the ground and be legging him out. Every time I see you hit one in the air, you owe me 20 (laughs) push-ups. No problem. I watched that the other night. It's unbelievable. He gets yeah, the Willie Mays like, Hayes. That's like, my guy. He's like, this is the guy that didn't get invited to camp. Let's drag his ass out. And he wakes up in the parking lot. He's like, shit, I'm a cut already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may uh, run like Mays, but liars. you hit like shit. That's uh, good stuff. Curfew call, Maxie. Give us one. We got one here. Give us a curfew call. I'm going to try to mix one in a week here. Yeah, nice. And then we got lots of curfew content coming in the offseason for you foul ass. Yep, with the trade deadline coming up here, we got a good call. Um Right here. Lit boomers. What the fuck is up, fellas? This is Jack. (laughs) Clocking in from Jacksonville, Florida. Originally from Raleigh, North Carolina. First generation Kaniac. Rod the Bod, baby. And Rod we trust. It's all good. Anyways, my question for you guys is, what do you think the Canes should do at the trade deadline? Obviously, with Pacioretty going down, the Canes definitely need to address... Goal scoring, if they want to be a cup contender. I've seen some talks with Bo Horvat, which is what I want. I've seen some stuff with Vladdy Tarasenko. Even Fact Daddy. I've heard Timo Meyer. I've heard even Nyquist, potentially. So, just wanted to get y'all's opinion. Huge day one listener. I got all the boys on it early. And uh, RIP Scoopsy. Thanks, fellas. Well, Jack. 
Well, you just picked up a guy today, and I don't know if it's going to help you or not. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, your army's not the guy they well, were looking for. Well, not the guy. And the other four that you mentioned, unfortunately, this curfew calls was probably a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it's all right. But they all would have helped you. Pulley RV, not some. I don't even know where they're going to fill this guy in. Where, where do you think they have room for right this Right in guy? the fucking press box. Huh? Or the fourth line. That's He's not even going to play. That, that's He's going to be a depth guy. I think you said it before. That's just a That's Waddell. Don Waddell and Keith Holland. Keith or uh, Ken Holland going to Don. I need a favor. Take this guy for three bananas. He's done it. Because we got to bring in a D-man. Because we got to make something going on. So, but I still think Carolina fix, you know, they, what do they got? They're trying I to would, go after, they're in the talks for chicken right now. I would say for me, my opinion for Jack, thanks for the call fella. I, I'm with you. Rod Brindamore is an absolute beauty. Uh, the social stuff I see coming out of their dressing room after they win games, the way He's he talks to their up. team. Listen, Freddie Anderson's healthy. Patch going down is a big loss for them, right? They got Brent Burns on the back end. They brought in Patch Reddy. They got to go out and get some kind of goal scoring here before Friday. Um, I want to think they were probably in on Kane. Uh, Kane obviously went to the Rangers. You know, a guy like Kevin Hayes, maybe. Uh, Brock Max Domi. Besser. Max Domi. Max Domi was there last year. I don't know if they want to bring That's Max right. Bet back. Uh, they need a score. Yeah. In my opinion, Jack, to answer your question, they're going to go out there before Friday. We're recording this on Tuesday. It'll come out Thursday. They got to get a score. They got everything else. This team is ready to go. If Freddie can stay healthy and they get one more guy, I think they were probably in on the Kane. And Kane just decided, sorry, Jack, that I'm not going to go to Carolina. Can't blame him for that. Is, I think they got to get a score. Though. Is this the most offensive Eastern Conference? This is a wagon, man. In the history of hockey? It's a wagon. You got Toronto. You got the Rangers now. I mean, the Devils, just Timo Meyer. You have Tampa, Carolina. There's Boston. Fuck. Yeah. There's five teams that are arguably Stanley Cup, like, ready to rock. Yeah, we're, we're going to go over the trades right now, up dog, right after we do our, our DraftKings. But uh, Jack... Fella, they need a goal score. They need a goal score. Well, listen, Carolina, the fans are great. The barn is great. They are as good as anyone. So, so who do you think they're going to get? I think they get, if they get one guy, I say Brock Best. That was a good call. I mean, Brock Best would be a great fit. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I thought Patty Kane would be a great fit there. I don't know how much you want. Tyler Bertuzzi. It's another name yeah. that comes yeah. to me. You know, then a guy like, you know, James Van Riemsdyk. I know it's $7 million, but you get him to stand in front of the net for you. They just need someone yeah. that helps with their scoring because their team from top to bottom is maybe the best team balance-wise yeah. in, in the league. Again, we say that every year about them. And well-coached. Can they do it? Yeah. yeah, I love Rod the Bod. So, Jack, thanks for the call. Up dog, we'll be right back, fella. Fella. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Up dog. Uh, our Fact Daddy fella t-shirts that we designed with our friends at Sauce. We're having a little problem with the shipping. The shipping. All right, people up in Canada. It's not perfect. They're complaining about the shipping because the, the Canadian dollar and Trudeau and all that. I mean, is Trudeau getting half the shipping cost up there? What is it I going in his pocket? What's going Maybe on? Maybe it owns stock in FedEx. <laughs> What's going on in There's there? There's something going on. Why what? is it so damn expensive? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to sweeten the pot, though. So forever, whoever's already bought a Fact Daddy fella t-shirt, which is unbelievable. We know who they are. They're super soft. I, mean, I can't stress this enough, boys. Me and Updog. We've gone above and beyond to make these the softest t-shirts in the league. If you don't wear your t-shirt, you can send it back. I guarantee you'll wear it or your girlfriend will wear it or your girl on the side will wear it. Somebody's <laughs> going to wear it, okay? <laughs> Somebody up there is going to wear it, okay? But this is what we're going to do. If you buy a Fact Daddy, Fact Daddy Fella t-shirt, the Toronto t-shirt, by March 17th, St. Patty's Day, which is a Friday uppie. What are we doing that day? That is, you're playing the Bel Air member guest, but me and Gets here oh, are playing. 16th, 17th? Me nice. and Gets here are playing the member member. Nice. Wow. You drunk. <laughs> so by March 17th, St. Patty's Day, I can't believe I didn't remember that. My dad's going to be crushed. Um, if you buy a Factor Toronto t shirt, yep. we will get you a signed O'Reilly t shirt. That same t We'll get you another one signed by the Fact Daddy, personalized to you. 
And if you're in the great city of Toronto, sorry if you're not, me and Updog are going to be there for the start of the playoffs. You come meet me and the Updog, have a few beers with us. On us. So you get a fucking signed O'Reilly uh, t-shirt and you get to hang out with me and the Updog in Toronto, get drunk with the boys for an afternoon. I like that. If you buy it, sounds we, will like pull, it's, we will pull the winner too. And it sounds like it's worth the extra, what is it, 16 bucks? I'm hearing some it's people robbery. are saying it's 16 bucks. American. So that's like what? 24. 24 Canadian? Something like that. To you people in Ontario, we want to support the fact that these t-shirts are nationally. Check them out. I don't know. I'm supposed to, we'll see what you can do. But you get a signed t-shirt from the Fact Daddy. Get drunk with me and the Up Dog. Go to Sauce Hockey or MissingCurfew.com and check that shit out. Uppy, DraftKings, top titty fella. Congratulations. You're back top in it. Top titty. You had a good week. Not bad. It was tough. I got to tell you, the, the, last, the last couple have been really tough with all the games. Because the guys are so expensive and it's hard to just look. It's hard to look through all these nice top players scoring all the goals and have to pick like the guys that are the fourth liners like me. It's tough. It's tough to get that under the cap. You got to listen. I, I, I really, I really go cheap on my D cheap on the D I go super cheap on the D. Well, what did Tommy dot seven, seven do? I won 20 bucks, 20th place. That's not good enough though. Oops. Tommy Tage Thompson. I think he, he went just, Tage Thompson and Granlin. I mean, Granlin's probably cheap, right? Granlin. He probably got for, 25 hundy. Let's look. Granlin was 3,600. 3,600. That's you a need good one pick. of those guys to go off. Yeah. Who'd you have? I had uh, Jack Hughes, got me 15. Sid, Sid let me down a little bit. I thought he would be fired up playing Connor McDavid at home. Uh, unfortunately, Edmonton beat them 7 2. So that was maybe Connor telling Sid, hey, Sid, uh, it's officially my league now. Uh, and then I went Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, he got me seven points. Oshi got me 20. Sorelli got me 11. And then I went Justin Schultz and Weegsy baby. The Weegsy baby. My D combined got me 10 points. So that's where I cut corners and it cost me. You had a couple icicles on there, didn't you? And I got Flurry got me a shutout, 31 points. And Tom Wilson got me fuck all, four and a half. I mean, either. Let me run through mine. Go Braden th Point, 30, on fire. Vinny Trocek, 12. Kucherov, 17 points. Not bad. Boldy. Boldy. Jeez, 1.5 points, yeah. I mean, I love the way this kid plays. I, I took Sergachev at three. He had three points. He was ice cold in a 6-5 loss. Bouchard, nothing. Saros got me 14 points. Yeah, so who let you down? Vladdy and Boldy. Yeah, Sid, Sid the kid, Vladdy, and my D let me down. Come on, Weezy, baby. What the fuck? Get a couple block shots or something. By the way, Evan Bouchard in a 7-2 shellacking over Pittsburgh got four points. McDavid must have got all the points. You only, yeah. You only got, how many did he get? He got four points. What was he? Probably he's minus two after that. Well, how much did he cost you, Bouchard? Because he's a good guy. To he get. cost me 37 hundy, but he is a great guy. He, he plays, plays the second unit power play. Sometimes the first if they move bears out of there. He was only 5% drafted. He had two shots on goals and one block. That's tough. Oh, wow. Tarasenko was 16% drafted. Let's go down to here. Schultz. Oh, screwed it up. Stand by. That's cool. I never noticed you could see how many people actually drafted him. Yeah. 3% of the people drafted Schultz. And 1.6% of the people drafted Weegsy, baby. Weegsy, come on, man. Get it going. You're not even getting love in the top titty, Weegs. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, we need. Weegers a better guy when he's in the top titty. Yeah. And you're jumping in. You're pinching all the time. You should be getting points. I know. The ice is smooth up there, too. He should be just flying. I watched Weegsy play in Vegas from Todd Pickups, four rows behind the bench. And I could see Weegsy. 
uh, in the second period with a D. He sits right at the very end, which is great. I could just see him the whole game. I was the whole period. I was just laughing. It was a great was hockey a game. It was a great hockey game. Lots of hits. Uh, Vegas had 44 hits and Calgary had 41 or something. It was a good hockey game. Nice, yeah. nice. Did Pitter Back and go? forth. Pitter and Moxie went. Yeah, it was nice, great. nice. Great. How was your trip, by the way? Good. My trip was, you know, Vegas with my parents was great. Yeah. I mean, I saw a nice d- dinner there. At parents, that st- is that that Smith Steakhouse you went to uh, at the win? No, oh, I went on the water. I went to Spago. Oh, Spago. Yeah. Looked nice. Yeah, my mom loved Adele. She was crying. I'll tell you what, if you're a single guy, Bing, I don't know, maybe just go hang outside the Adele concert because <laughs> there's lots of lubrication coming out of there. If it's either tears or wet panties or something like yeah. there was girls near the end that were like singing and dancing and playing with their hair and like really. I'm like, these girls are they're ready this to rock. On, this guy's onto something. Adele's got these Adele does the work for you. Yeah, she does. She had these people. Did she tell some jokes too? I've she's seen her hilarious. Before. I've seen her at Billy Quinn's. She's Queen's hilarious. House. Yeah. Billy Quinn had me at the Dallas one. Good time. Her British accent, and she likes to, she could come on Missing Curfew. She throws the F bomb out like it's going out of style, but tastefully. Yeah. She says, How's fuck she the right way. She, she looks, looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Great <laughs> show. Vegas with your parents, a little different. I had a good time, but I, I've never been so refreshed coming out of Vegas. Spa day, you know, drink by couldn't the pool. Get, couldn't get a massage. It was booked. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of walking around. Got my steps in 15,000 a day. A lot of walking. A lot of picture taken of my parents. Like, I, I, I set some memories for them, you know. Yeah, good, they got, good. They got, they got a good That's what it's all about, yeah. bud. Top titty winner, Tommy77. Congratulations. 60 entries. Wow. <clears throat> In bigger news, the Ironman streak is over. Brento did not play top titty. Oh, my God. He's, I'll, I'll tell you why. What happened? He, uh, he's coaching the girls, and they had a big weekend. And I got a shout-out to Emma. She's leading scoring in the Alberta under-16 girls playoffs right now. She had four two goals two assists two games so that's why he missed yeah he coached the girls to uh they're moving on moving on to the semis i'm happy for the girls but at the same time i'm disappointed i know, I know. the Brent iron up. man streak is over you got no, a little bit of the short end of the stick it went live pretty late on thursday it did eh? he was probably he was probably in warm-ups by then uh-huh hey get out of warm-ups brent don't put your lineup in but this week it's live already it's, it's tuesday, live already it's tuesday I ten dollar like entry you can get in right now for thursday night it's just if your guy takes a shot in the nuts and he doesn't play, then you're screwed. Yeah, that's well, you can go change it. What you, you can't, can't draft. draft. You can just sign up. Oh, you, you can, can enter. enter. You okay. can enter. Yeah. You can enter. Can't draft till Thursday. I like that. Brento, no hard feelings, buddy. That was just a hell of an Ironman streak. Congrats on the girls. Keep them humming. Keep them humming. Lock of the night presented by our good friends at DraftKings. Promo code Curfew Kings. Curfew Kings, baby. Para wins for the boys. Uh, you have the pens over your former squad, the Blues. And I had two of my former teams, Avalanche over the Flames. These Avs are fucking, by the way. They six are. in a row. I've been riding them for six straight. Really? I'm betting the Avs every game the rest of the way in. I'm betting them every single game. <laughs> every like game the rest God, of the way in. I wish that confidence 20 is so... games left. They're going to go at least 15 and five, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing good. Now, there's going to be a couple down the stretch here where it's going to be like minus 300, yeah, minus 380, where I'm going to have to probably go puck line. I'm going to go puck line. I've learned my lesson ups. What's because Kiefer been giving you some inside scoops or what? What's, they're humming, what are the boys they're doing? Humming. They're Yorgiev, just... Yorgiev is playing unbelievable. They're getting healthy. Makar's close. Landy's close. Uh, EJ's coming along. I'm telling you, buddy, this team is ready to rock again. Do you feel like Bo Byram gets better when he's uh, the solo guy out there? Like he, he kind of takes the reins a bit, right? He's been and unbelievable. Makar, he's like, bring it. He's been nasty. Him right? and Manson, Josh Manson. Yeah. I don't know if GM's out there had the opportunity to sign this guy. I know he signed before UFA, so I guess he didn't. But this guy's unbelievable. Like, he's the such a dying breed. The way he can skate, 
And I said this when he got traded, that he'll be fine with Colorado because he can skate in a straight line fast. He's a yeah. fast guy. But the way he hits, the way he battles, the way he passes, he can jump in the... He does it all. Him and Bo Byram right now, watch these guys this week. What would the Edmonton Oilers pay for a guy like that? Oh. Right? It's everything they're missing. Everything they're missing. Yeah. Uh, so, up dog, you're 10-4. and four. I'm 10-5. and five. Um, Go ahead, ups. Go ahead, bud. Do I get start to go it, again? Start it off, buddy. Fucking start it off there, bud. I mean... How about this one? A lot of games, Saturday night, Max. Good idea changing this to Saturday night, Max. A lot of games. You know how I like to go with the underdogs here a little bit. You do. You do. I'm not going underdogs. I'm going with the Fact Daddy in Vancouver. Saturday night, Leafs, Canucks, hockey night in Canada. That's going to be a shit kick. And I might take the puck line there. Minus one and a half. Always a great game to play in. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a four o'clock start, but my time's in Vancouver. Anytime Toronto came west, four o'clock start. So it's seven on the East Coast. Leafs were shit. They'd come in. We'd kick the shit out of them. And then it would be 7 o'clock. Uppy and I would have a full night and Sunday off in Vancouver. That's ta- that's tasteful. I love when the Leafs came to Vancouver. I think Saturdays, they should do that in the NHL anyway. Just so they have, like, football Sundays. Hockey days or Saturdays should be all day. Starting at noon. I will be at this game. Here. I will be at this game with my boy Billy Quinn in Dallas. Sorry, Quinner. I'm taking the Colorado Avalanche over the Dallas Stars in there. Big D. You've heard it right there, Oops. Leafs and the Fact Daddy over my former Canucks for the Updog. And I will take the Avalanche over the Stars in Big D. I will be there with my boy, Billy Quinn, our boy, Billy Quinn. Updog, I finally hit a same-game parlay. I saw, bud. Congrats. <sighs> I wrote Man, it. I was in Colorado. I clicked, the, I clicked the missing curfew. I wrote it. Thank you very much. Plus 360. <sighs> it hit. A little boosty. It almost hit in the first period. I know. All I needed was one more goal after the first period. McKinnon scored something stupid into the game real early. And it was 4-1, and the over was 5.5. So I already had 5. I, I didn't want to jinx it by saying anything early because that's how bad it's been. But I'm not going to lie. I felt good to get one. I've been sniffing. I've been I sniffing. Know. I know. You're, you're hanging around it. By the way, even last night. Last night's game, Oilers-Boston. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, you had Drysaddle to score and the Oilers to win. But, yeah. I mean, it was right there. I had Drysaddle too. Yeah. McDavid and him, they just they have eyes in the back of their head when they're on the ice together. The rest of that Oilers team was so bad last night. The Bruins shut him right down. I mean, it was... Without McDavid, that game would have been 3 nothing, obviously, because he scored two goals, but it would have been even worse. It would have been 6 nothing. Did you like your uh, your boy Costin uh, come down and give him the sick assist for the 50th? That was I a nice mean, play. how do you not see McDavid coming off the bench? Huh? How does not yeah. someone just be like, hey, 97! Yeah, like, how does not... Well, I think he, they did see him, but he beat everyone down the ice. Really? It yeah. was just, yeah. And McAvoy, like, kind of pointed to the goalie and said, like, go get it, and then it was like, I can't go get it. It's in the corner. Um, yeah, fifth. I was just shocked when a great pass by Costin. Yeah. Love that guy, great pass. But when '97 had it in front of Swayman with nobody around him, I was like, "Oh, poor yeah, Swayman, yeah. <laughs> poor hand, so sick." Um, Updog. Also, yesterday I was watching the game. The Avs right now are plus six hundred on DraftKings. I took them thousand bucks to win six grand. I I don't know. I just think I think I don't know what to think. But listen, the East, these guys are going to kick the shit out of each other the whole playoffs. It's going to be so hard to get out of the East. I think who comes out of the West is going to have an advantage. And right now, Uppy, when I watch these teams play with Atlantis, Cog, and Makar, it's scary right now. This Avs is the best team right now. I'm and just looking up because I put a nice little bet on them at the start of the year, and I want to know what you? the line was here. Yeah, To win the cup? To win the cup. Wow. And I'll tell you right now. Colorado was, wow, plus 350. Yeah. So they're plus 600 plus right now. Plus 600 right now. Wow. I might have to double that up. Double, double uh-huh. it up, fella. <clears throat> double it up. And then last but not least for our fans out there, the Oilers are the highest scoring team in the second period. So if you're looking for a little second period over, by the way, most sites, 
I'm not sure about DraftKings. You got to bet the second period over before the start of the first, though. You can't wait for the first period to end. But second period overs for the Edmonton Oilers, I've been hitting like crazy. So just a little tip out there for the boys. Wow. So Oilers, just, second uh, period over. Second period over just for the team, or should you go for the for the game? Either, Knowing that they score or, a lot either, either or. or. Maybe it's probably, I would just take the over. It's probably one and a half. It is one and a half for second period. Maybe two with the Oilers, but they're the highest scoring team in the second period. Maybe they just grab a hot dog after the first and they start feeling it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is either. Maybe but after the... They're so cold from driving to the rink in Edmonton. It's dark there already. It takes, By the time, it takes a period to get going. Before get that like, icy right, hot on the legs for yeah. a bit. Yeah, it takes a little bit to kick in. Before Here we go. We got her. Um, up dog, lock of the week, top titty, get in there. Uh, a lot of fun at DraftKings with the fellas. Uh, trade deadline up. It's, fr- it's coming up here Friday, March 3rd. We're releasing this on Thursday, March the 2nd. You've done the Hockey Trade Center. I don't know what these boys are going to talk about for fucking, what is it, 10 hours? There's they can the tr- talk about the trades that have happened, <laughs> yeah. But gonna- there's not going to be much going on. I mean, I, I. But we've said this for years. If you're going to make a trade, make it earlier. Get the guys in your lineup. Get them in for 26, 27 games. Don't just wait till there's you know 17, 18 games left. You I can agree. screw yourself if you can fit them in under this stupid hard cap. Get them in there. Um, here we go. Let's Any go. big trades stand out to you, big fella? Well, let's start the top. Yeah. Let's start the top. We'll go with Patty Kane. Was announced today yep. to the. Um, New York Rangers up dog. We just did our, we just did our NHL segment with Jackie, the cap guy in New York. should get a big time raise uh, this hard cap in general. It's time for it to go in my opinion, right? Like, let's just make it a luxury taxes. That's why teams like the Rangers will still do this, but they just pay the luxury tax and we wouldn't have to worry about, I mean, it's taken the last four days for them. The deal's been done. The deal's been done. They've been just trying to do this, but, uh, let me ask you Chris this. Chris Drury, man. Chris Drury deserves a, Let's buy the guy beer. Buy him Labatt Blue. Guy's done a hell of a job. Zabanajet took a nasty shot in the ankle last last game. Avoids injury. Okay, that's good. I just read a nice little article. He avoids his injury. Because I was going to say, does that trade still go down? Could they retract that if Zabanajet broke his, broke his ankle last game? Because that would have been, I mean, so what, deal you th- was done. You think they wouldn't want Kane if Zabanajet got hurt? Well, would you? I'd want him more. Totally. I'd want him more. But, I, but, but <laughs> after seeing what they gave up for him, it's like, yeah, it's not much. They gave up, what, a second rounder? And second a, rounder and a fourth rounder, but I think the second can turn into a first. Depending on how far they go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's two awards that are guaranteed. One, Connor McDavid winning the heart. Yep. Two, Chris Drury, GM of the year. I mean, to bring in Kane and Tarasenko to add two legit all-star top six forwards, you know, some people are going to say they're not the player they once were. I mean, Patty Kane's proved that wrong in the last. Yeah, when you he's had ten goals in his last seven games or something. Yeah, once they signed, once they traded for Vladdy, yeah. and he spoke his mind. He went and he went in beast mode, beast mode. Um, and, and people deserve to see Patty Kane somewhere in original six jersey. We've said this all along. Where's he going to look like? Where is he going to look like he belongs? It was New York, maybe it was L.A. Yeah, but it's a good fit. It's a good fit. That's going to be exciting times down the stretch at MSG. I'm excited to watch him play. I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, if you're a Rangers fan, I mean, there's already Kane jerseys at the, there have been Kane jerseys at the Rangers games the last week. So last guy been, to wear 88. Big E. Big E, NYC. This is going to be, this is going to be cool, man. It's going to be, I mean, it's just going to make hockey way cooler to watch come playoff time. Patty Kane's in the playoffs again, right? Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. The East is just loaded, man. It's just <laughs> loaded. Yeah. Uh, it's a great trade. Another great trade by Don Sweeney and the Boston Bruins that happened last week is they got Orloff 
who Orloff on any other team is a top pairing defenseman. Yeah, he is. And on this team, you know, he's what? Is he's, he's probably the second pair. You could even slide down to your third pair. That's how much depth they have. And Hathaway, to me, perfect fit. Fourth liner, can play on your third line if somebody gets hurt. They trade away Craig Smith. Listen, I don't care about the picks. I just think it's hard when you have the best team in the league. I think as a GM uppie, it's got to be hard to like, how do I make this team better? Right? Like we're already the best team. We're on a record pace for wins. 62, which will break the NHL record. Don Sweeney went out and did it, man. Orloff and Hathaway, this team's better. They're a better team. Do you think it shakes him up that they traded a guy like Craig Smith? Seems like a guy. He seems like I a good guy. On the, yeah. I don't know him either, but I, I mean, anytime a team's having a season like this and you have to move an active player, a guy that to me seems like a glue guy um, who plays the same way every night. Like he's a guy that's, you know, he's been a fourth line guy, but he plays awesome. I don't know. I guess you're adding Orlov and he's nasty. Orlov's nasty and Hathaway. Yeah. yeah. I, I I just think it was exact. I mean, they, not that they needed anything, but they got another D man. You can never have yeah. enough D and they got another guy that plays playoff hockey. Yeah. Well, we got some breaking fucking trades here, buddy. All right. The Leafs, Cal Dubas is at it again. <clears throat> so Luke Shen has been traded to Toronto Maple Leafs. Not for a first round pick. Thank God. He got traded for a third round pick. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have traded Pierre Engvall, thank God, wow. I hate this fucking guy, wow. to the New York Islanders. So Luke Shen is back in Toronto. Jackie gets her wish. And Peter, Pierre Engvall, who I absolutely cannot stand as a, like, as a guy who grew up a Leafs fan, he's out of there to Long Island. I think that's a great trade. Wow. You've heard it here, folks. Can you just clip this and get that out? <laughs> well, it's already up breaking? here on, it's already who, up who here on TSN. It's wow, on TSN. Who broke that? Luke Shen's going back. Luke Shen's back to Toronto. Well, they need a guy that's just going to block shots. They needed a right hand hit, hit a guy. I didn't like think I it said, it's got to be a street fight. You think he's going to play hard against his Tampa Bay Lightning? I'm so you happy better. they got rid of Pierre Engvall. That guy is such a, he looks like such a nerd. Yeah. I does. hate his game. Yeah. You watch I, a lot listen, of their, buddy, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all in on the Leafs. I got to be honest. It's, yeah. so, it's so hard for me because I love John Cooper so much. And I love the Tampa Bay Lightning so much that it's just a shame they have to play in the first round. Like, I got to be honest with you. I was thinking about it last night. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick come that playoff. I might have to sit this one out and just enjoy it. I know that's soft. I know. Even if we go there? I, I, want, the, I want Toronto to win for factor and, yeah, and, so and the childhood so kid. So you take the Toronto Maple But I love John Cooper, the Tampa Bay Lightning, everything they stand for. I love them. They're the, they're, they're the number one organization, in my opinion. They love veterans. They drink Bud Lights. They have fun on the road. Yeah. And they win cups. And they win cups, yeah. And they play golf. You totally. And they smoke cigars. <laughs> like what? It's like I don't yeah, know. I mean, that seems not, like a team you want to play for. I would love to play yeah, for John Cooper. Yeah. I just don't know, boys. If I'm going to be able to, I know it's soft. I got a month and a half. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick a winner when we do our playoff predictions. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I would. Is that is that soft? A little soft. Soft. Soft, soft, eh? soft eh? Wow, that's a busy day. By the way, <sighs> I know you're talking about Chris Jury. I think your boy Dubas is up for. Uh, you know what? I owe, I owe Kyle Dubas an apology. Yeah, it, it's, he's going all in. It's, it's no great. longer on Kyle Dubas. He's done everything he could. We talked about goaltending earlier. If when they play the Tampa Bay Lightning, unfortunately Vasilevsky, the advantage goes to the Lightning. I think Sam, uh, Samsonov's been great all year. Yeah, I mean one rush into another. Yeah. Maybe he wants to step up and Can take he the reins. I will say this about the one trade Dubas made is that is the McCabe trade from Chicago. I, I don't love this kid's game. I, I don't think people in Toronto are, are going to, I don't know. We'll see. Where will he play? And now it's easier to go to play in Toronto than it is to play in Chicago right now. Cause things are going bad. And I've been on bad teams and when things are going bad, it's t- It's tough to look good out there. Ups. Yeah. I just, I don't know. 
We'll see how he handles Toronto. I, to me, that's not the guy that I would have gotten, went out and got, is McCabe from Chicago. So Morgan Riley, Justin Hall, you got McCabe, Brody, and now Giordano, Lilligren. Where does Luke Shen fit in there? He's, 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 I would say take you take Justin Hall and get him the fuck out of the lineup, but I don't know. Shen's just a depth move. He's a depth move, yeah. I still think they needed a top right-handed D-man, but time will tell. I think Kyle Dubas has done an unbelievable job. Um, what? A, how nice is it for Luke Shen right now? By the way, go go have some fun in Toronto, right? Yeah, I don't think he really two has cups down the stretch. He he's in. He signs a little ticky and Van. They back suck. to where it started, and now back to where it started. Good for him. Crazy, Kyle Dubas, man. He's leaving it all out there. I think he knows that if he doesn't get out of the first round, his right his job is on the wall there yeah. for sure. So he's done a hell of a job. It's it comes down to all these moves they made are great, and we love the fact, Daddy. Clearly. It comes down to Matthews, Marner, Tavares, Morgan Riley. The guys that have been there, they got to be the guys to get them over the hump. Um, Updog, this one to me was a little bit of a, the Montreal trade, uh, Dadanoff for the best name in hockey. How do you say it? The Russian guy? Garyanov. Yeah. I can't believe Dallas gave up on this kid. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you what, Dadanoff had a great goal last night in his debut. Great he did goal. have a great goal. He had a great goal. Um Gurionov, I just don't know if his if he's been like living up to his hype. Yeah. He was in there young and the guy plays hard. Rope Hints is a guy that um has basically taken the reins of that spot that was available there for him. And you know, Dennis had a year, I think he scored twenty goals his first year. Yeah, he just he had he a slow fly. start and then he yes, but you know, there's a lot of expectations on this kid. But I think that the Dananov play is, you know, I, I'm not sure how many years he has left, but that's a, more of a cap play for them. Yeah, I, I, think, think, this is, I think this is the last year Dananov steal, but yeah, I'm not so. sure. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Dananov's a great player. He scored a beauty last night. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights, they went out. They gave up Zach Dean, a 2021 first rounder, played on Team Canada for Ivan Barbashev. I love this move. Uh, Barbashev last night played on a line with Eichel and Marchessault. I think they need to go get somebody else that can play with Ikes. I don't know if Barbershoff could be a top-line left winger. I love the guy's game. I think it's a great pickup come playoff time. Vegas needs another forward. Before March 3rd, Brad McCrimmon, if you're listening to Mr. Curfew, you need one more forward. And I think Max Domi would be a great fit. I really do think Max Domi would be a great fit. Somebody out there that can put the puck in the net because Vegas, to me, when I watch them play, they're still one forward short-ups. It's pretty wild to think that the Avs or sorry, that the Golden Knights, after the season that they've had, the ups and the downs, and we talk about them all the time on here, are leading the West in points. The West is kind of a pillow fight. I, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but, it's and it's like, so, so yes, fix that lineup. Like, just add that right piece. But to answer your question, Barbashev can play. Barbashev, I love his game. I talked to, when, when he was a free agent a couple of years ago, Travis Green called me because Greener wanted to bring him into Vancouver at the time. And I said, listen, he plays up to where he is. He plays with Vladdy and Braden Shen, you know, in the playoffs and then can play down with, um, with Steiner and Sunquist. Sunquist. He can play anywhere in the lineup. So it's a great pickup. And you're right. If Vegas and they arguably have a chance to come out of the West, if they can compete with the Avs or Edmonton or, you know. Listen, Vegas' D one through six is the best in the league besides the Colorado Avalanche when they're healthy. They have the second best D, in my opinion, the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Get another score. Goaltending, we'll see. I, I don't know if Aiden Hill, Thompson's hurt right now. We'll see with goaltending. But 
for me, yeah. they need another forward or they don't have a chance. Six, one, and three in their last 10. I mean, they're still, that's, yeah, that's good. I they're, saw they're, Ike's after the game, actually. My mom and dad got to meet Ike's. Nice. So I was down at Todd Pickup's Bunker Suite and the girl wouldn't let me leave. I'm like, I'm just trying to leave. My parents have been up for 20, 20 hours. She's like, you can't leave till the player interviews are done. I said, let me just poke my head out there. So I poked my head out and it's Ike's. I was like, fella. And he finished his interview and then he came over and said hi to my mom and dad. Awesome. Yeah. So it was great to see him. Awesome. He's feeling good. He said his body feels yeah, great. He's, he's, back. Feeling he's feeling good. He scored a great goal that game. We had a great seat. So, um, pulled it off the wall. Short side cheese. Right. Nice. Unreal. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Our boy, John Cooper. Julian Breezeball is up to it again. I've told you the last couple of weeks up dog. He did it. Tanner Janot. Listen, he gave up a lot for him. I love Tanner Janot. Good Saskatchewan boy. Can hit. Will fight. Can forecheck, can score. He's a playoff guy. And Julian Breezeball basically said, I don't care about the picks, right? Like the percentage of players that play over 100 games in the NHL that aren't first round picks, it's something crazy up. Yeah, I don't have the number here right in front of me. Maybe Bayer, you could look that up on uh, Google that for me. Yeah, the percentage of NHL guys that play over 100 games that aren't in the first round or something like that. It's, it's crazy. So the percentage of NHL first round players that play over 100 games. Yeah, but I was thinking guys that are second, third, like not first round picks is what I'm saying. Because he gave up, he gave up a protected first rounder, but then he gave up a second, third, fourth, and fifth round pick. So Breezeball, <laughs> that's a lot of draft picks if you look at it for Tanner Janot, right? You're like, but what Julian Breezeball is saying here is that the chances of these second, third, fourth, fifth round picks ever playing are so low. This is the guy I wanted. I don't mind giving up those picks. So second second round, 17% of guys play over 100 games. Okay. Third round is 13%. Yeah. Fourth is 10%. And then going down, what were you? I was eighth round. There's not even eighth round. No, anymore. there's not even. No. So the seventh round, there's 5% of guys will play over 100, 100 games. games. So basically these picks are not that big of a deal as, what, as the way Julian Brees ball. And I like it. When you got a team that's been to three, state, three straight finals, won two cups, Tanner Chino is a great fit. I mean, you pull up their lineup now. Watch. Um, one second. Tampa's lineup is a worst. It's fucking, come on, man. Like, you want to talk about goaltending, let's just talk about balance and toughness, right? One thing about Toronto, Luke Shen, that Luke Shen answers the bell when it comes to toughness. But they go Killhorn, Point, Kucherov, Hagel, Sorelli, Stamkos, Colton, Paul, Jano, Maroon, Belmar, Perry. The bottom six for Toronto needs some help right now. You, you just gave away Engvall, so you have Kampf, Yarncroc, and arguably someone needs to step up there, and then you have Kerfoot, Achari, and Lafferty. So there, where's the difference in yeah. that lineup? Goal that Lafferty's a little bit of a shit disturber from they got from Chicago. Yeah, well, that's good, because yeah. he's going to have to be. Exactly. I said it on today, it needs to be a street fight, and Luke Shen can perhaps initiate this, but yeah, you know, the bottom six for Tampa is... They're good. They're I'm, yeah, no, I agree. And, and I think Tampa needs another D. And I'm going to throw out the name here, Joel Edmondson from the Montreal Canadiens. If somehow Julian Breezeball can bring him in before Friday, I don't know. It just gives them all. Ideally, I think they probably want a right, def right shooting defenseman, but I just love Edmondson. I think he would fit great with that, with that team. Maybe he plays his offside. Big, better with the puck than people think. Yeah, they do need a D. They need a D. Mm -hmm. They need another D. But they're, they're ready to rock again. So, And last but not least, for our Devils fans out there, fucking mutants, they got Timo Meyer. This kid's sick. I think he was the, I think he was the most sought-after player. Was he the biggest player. fish out there, Ups? I think so. 
Look at the way he plays. He's big. He's mean. He can score. He's got uh, arguably like the next, his deal is going to be big. So you trade for this guy, you have a chance to sign him and he becomes a key part to your lineup. He was, tam- he was San Jose's best player. Uh, all the guys over in Switzerland love this guy, by the way. Yeah, he's just a playing. big like, Swiss moose. They all look up to him. He sounds like Roger Federer when he talks. Um, I think he's he's going to fit in well in this lineup, by the way. Well, it, it, listen, it helps them. They have a big back end. If you say anything about the New Jersey Devils, is they're a little undersized up front. Might, he brings size to, the, to, the, to their team. I might put a little something on these guys right now. What's I'll bet that? you right now they don't make it past the first round. Yeah? Yeah, you want to bet? Let's just see what they're... Jersey Devil. Let's see what they're. I'll bet you. I just want to see what their percentage is. What do you say? Um, <laughs> odds to win. The I think they're like plus 1,200 or something. I thought I saw. Plus 1,400. Right yeah. Now. You think they can beat the Rangers in the first round? I'll put a. Yeah. What do you want to bet? Bottle Camus? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Bottle sure. Camus. You've heard it here. I, I mean, I I'll love Frosty. The, I hate betting against Frosty. I'll take the Devils first round against the Rangers. You give me odds or? No. They're going to be favored. They probably will. Yeah, as, of right, now, home ice. Yeah, as yeah. of right now, they'd be favored. Yeah, so I'll take the bottle <laughs> came. You've heard Still wants odds again. He's got the favorite right now. So you think that they're going to beat the New York Rangers? I think they're fucking good right now. I think they just got faster. Their D are great, like you said. They've mm-hmm. had great goaltending all year. And they've been proving people wrong all year. See, those are the teams you got to watch out for. Are you worried about Jacob Truba against Jack Hughes at all in the playoffs? Oh, yeah. But, I mean... Are you worried about him against Nico Heischer a little bit? I don't know. What if what if uh, what if our boy Wood steps up and just I love steps Miles up Wood, man. I love Miles Wood. Hey, we'll this is a good lineup, say. man. Tartar Heischer, Timo Meyer, Hughes, Brat, um, Shark. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Igor. <laughs> oh, you're oh, butchering this, and I, I want to Igor. See it. I'm gonna butcher this one, boys. Sharchenvik. I should know that. Palat, Halla, Dawson, Mercer, who's a nice player, and then their fourth line, uh, you mentioned Miles Wood. Listen, Uppy, this team's as good as anyone. You're right. I just like experience come playoff time, and they don't have much besides a guy like Palat, yeah. and that's why they went out and got him. Listen, good top three lines. There. Great top three lines. It's going to be a great series. I mean, if it, it looks like it's going to be Devils, Rangers, I think Carolina's going to win the Metro. What a series. It's going to be good. It's going to be a, a lot series. of great lineup to be a lot of great action. A lot of great action. So uh, I'll, I'll bet you I'll, I'll bet you a ball of came so if that series does happen, which it looks like it would have. Our first segment up, dog. It's called Get This Guy a Beer, and it's presented by our good friends at Labatt Blue. Labatt Blue, baby. Get this guy get that, an ice-cold Labatt Blue. Labatt Light. Come on. Uh, listen, I, I got to start off with Mitch Marner. I've been hard on this kid. I've been hard on this kid a lot. I don't know if it's the fact that he just gave my boy Fact Daddy like three backdoor toppings in the last two weeks. But the way this guy passes and sees the ice up, it's, it's crazy. And now they've moved Marner, you know, backed with Matthews. Uh, basically, I think all these guys want to play with Marner. Yeah. Right? So he's trying to keep everyone happy because the way he sees the ice and the passes he does right now, say what you want about him. The other stuff I've said about him not being that physical and he's got to prove it come playoff time. His vision and his ability to pass is, it's insane. Could you ever imagine playing with a guy like that? Just no. how much fun hockey would be? Just wherever you went on the ice, he would see you and hit you and be put it on your tape at the right time. God, it must be nice. Fact that he said in an interview, he's like, a, yeah, they basically said, a, he said a peewee kid could have scored those goals at Martin. Yeah. I they mean, were just right on a fucking crispy, ladder. Protects the puck. He's, you know, he's, he plays both sides of the ice very well. I like him. In he the blocks shots. Guy. Yeah. But yeah, I like what you say all the time. I want to see you have some black guys. I want to see you cut up. I want to see you. 
you know, sore blocking shots. Um, but no, I like it. And he's, he's out there to prove, um, he's trying to save Dubas' job and make a name for themselves. Well, he should with, uh, you know, all the money that Dubas has gave those guys. So, um, Ross Colt, get this guy an ice cold Labatt Blue. I love Ross Colt, Nuppy. Yeah. This kid's come so far. He scored the game winning goal for them in the Stanley Cup finals a couple years ago. Love the way he plays. Plays with pace. He hits. He plays with like. I think I'm he's, looking forward to him having a big playoff. He Ross scored Cole. that one too to put the uh, that one game against uh, Florida Panthers when he hit um, when Kucherov hit him from behind the net with like six seconds left in a game on the road and just yeah. put the nail in the coffin. He's sick. Ross Cole, get this guy a Labatt Blue. Um, McDavid Mick fifty. McDavid Mick fifty. What a guy. He scored two goals in the last three games. He, he this scored two just last night. Buzzing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Fifty goals in what sixty-two games? Congratulations! First time scoring fifty. I think he's got six. He's sixty-one games. Sixty-one games, fifty goals. First time he's got fifty, and it's not going to be the last time. No. Guy finally showing the league, like, hey, I can score. The rest of that team, though, fuck, they gotta get, they gotta get it figured out, like. I, they looked shitty last night against Boston. The rest yeah, of the team shitty. I know that's the best team in the league, and they're but they stuffed them. Nothing. Yamamoto missed a fucking backdoor tap in that you cannot miss. I only have thirteen career NHL goals. I don't give a fuck. You can't miss that. McDavid gave it to somebody who gave it over to Yamamoto backdoor would have made it two one Edmonton. He missed a f- wide open four by six. I would trade that Yamamoto before Friday too if I was Kenny Holland. I yeah. would get him the fuck out of town. I, I've seen enough of him. That's my opinion. I, I, no, I would agree. He's just moving too fast out there. He's he just slow down. He's just slow down. 50 goals for McDavid, buddy. Get that guy out of ice cold Labatt Blue. Uh, Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> Wanted to give Patrick Marlowe some love. Uh, they retired his jersey. Fucking Jumbo was crying. I Everybody was, was crying. I felt, I kind of felt old a bit when I was watching. You that. are old. Huh? You fucking are old. Buddy. Well, I felt a little You old. are old. Although, Jesus, Jumbo. Jumbo that was crying. I that know. beard, I mean, it either smells really good or it stinks. There's no it's in between. Stinky. You think it stinks? Yeah. He's so rich, though, he might have the best, like, beard shampoo. He could put have. a couple of Bat Blues up in that thing. <laughs> Keep them cool. <laughs> Somebody get Jumbo on the Bat Blue. Um, listen, Patrick Marlowe, I, I had a, like, this is for you, PJ. PJ's always giving me a hard time. This is for the big guy. I said he's no Gordy Howe when he passed Gordy for the all-time games played, right? He's no Gordy Howe. But Patrick Marlowe, what a career. He deserves his jersey to be in the rafters. He deserves everything he got. They brought out um, Chris Mullen, Golden State Warriors. They brought out Barry Bonds. Um, and that's Patrick Marlowe. Like, when you talk Bay Area athletes, yeah. like Patrick Marlowe, with all the other sports, he's like the Barry Bonds to hockey yeah, for the San Jose Sharks. So, yeah. everything he deserved. Listen, I played against Marlowe a lot. He was hard to contain. I know. So was that whole team, and that was his squad. They were good, man. For They had, like, a 10-year run where they arguably could have been – you know, Stanley Cup champs, they just couldn't really get over the Pittsburgh Penguins and the, um, you know, and the Hawks and all these. But they were competitive, and what a barn to play in. The old Shark Tank used it to be buzzing. buzzing. It used to be buzzing. My first playoff game was in there. It's crazy. That's tough barn and, uh, you know, hell of a career, man. It yeah. was nice to see that. Congrats to Patty Marlowe. Uh, good on the San Jose Sharks. A lot of the old his teammates were there. That, that's another thing. How many of his teammates showed up? That can tell you how what type of that's enough for me. Like yeah. there were so many of his ex teammates there. Joel Ward, I saw Wardle yeah, there, Wardle, absolute yeah. beauty. Uh, but yeah, Jumbo crying, Patty crying. Uh, good on the San Jose Sarks. Congratulations. Last but not least, get this guy a Labatt Blue. It's the Buffalo Sabers. 
They got the shit kicked out of them last week by the fact daddy and the Toronto Maple Leafs in their building in front of Leafs fans. The next two nights later, they had to go into Tampa. And I said to, to Cooley on his show, let's see what these guys are made of. They went in, beat Tampa, went down to South Florida, beat South Florida. As of right now, I think they're one point out of a playoff spot. Anyways, Uppy, to me, they showed some character and growth. You get, you get shit kicked like that at home against the yep. Leafs, and then you got to go in and play Tampa, one of the hottest teams in the league with their Stanley Cup banners. It's easy to get shit kicked again. Yeah. They went in there, beat them, beat Florida, and right now they're one point out of a playoff spot with a couple games in we hand. We need them to get in. They might get well, in, man. You know, Boston, I mean, do you think Boston wants to play those? They would play anybody, but. Right now it'd be Boston Pitt. Yeah. But it would be, be Boston Pitt, right? Yeah. Right now it'd be Boston, Boston Pitt. Pitt. But if Buff gets in there. I think Buff's getting in, bud. I'm they worried about score. Florida. Matty, what the fuck? Come on. Florida's three points out. That's going to be a, it'll be a little tickler down the stretch here. It'll it's be a lot be more, of, it, by this East. Listen, look, it goes all the way down to Ottawa on seventh. They're five points out. They won last night. I mean, it's the only teams that aren't in it are Philly, Montreal, and your former team, the, your favorite team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. This race is insane. Yeah. And then once you get in the East, good luck. It's a fucking it's gonna be, Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's a bloodbath. So. That's why the West, like, I mean, the West can the pillow fight themselves right to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, the Avs, man. Landy's coming by. The Avs, man. Yeah. They've been hurt all year. Look at right now, buddy. They're, they're, right now, they're sitting in second. They're two points behind Dallas for first in the Central. They're coming. Full I can't believe the Blues didn't get in there. The who? The Blues. St. Louis Blues? Yes. Like, you know. Didn't get in where? Just anywhere. They're going to be in for Connor Bedard. Yeah, they are. You want to talk about what's going on with that organization? Fact that he leaves and it goes to shit, huh? I mean, well, he was leaving no matter what, but it's Sad been just slide. You heard what Bruby said, right? Yes, I did. And then you heard what Call. Robert Thomas said. Heard that. I mean, how's that sit as a former? I mean, blue? that was my milk carton is basically. Oh, you know. oh, save it. Save it. Save okay. it. Save it. Sorry, buddy. Okay. That's all right. Uh, and last but not least, and get this guy, Labat Blue. I must have had a few too many Labat Blue last week because Craig Anderson is the oldest guy in the league, 41. But do goalies count? I don't think so. 41. He's kicking. He's starting know, again he's, tonight. He's always kicked. Starting again tonight. So I fucked up. My bad. Um, get this guy an ice cold beer presented by our good friends at Labat Blue. Check him out, up dog. <laughs> We are going to be drinking those yeah. on the fellow Well, tour. it's nice to be up in Canada with those things, too. They're, they're colder up there. Ice cold. We got to get fresh. PJ some. We need to get send the big yeah, guy Yeah, we some. will. Big guy, they're coming. Uh, the Rumor Mill, presented by our friends at Verbero. Uh, Darren Drager from TSN has the Oilers talking to the Preds about uh, Matthias Ekholm. Another, that would be another great fit. Listen, they need a D. Kenny Holland has to make a trade for a D before March. 3rd. He does. Yeah, yeah. Tory uh, Krug, maybe? Tory Krug. Tory Krug would be a great fit. In Edmonton? He would be. be a great fit. Uh, then I'm going to talk about the Colorado Avalanche. These are two guys that I think would fit. With Jonathan Taves you know, being gone due to long, uh, long COVID, our boy Kevin Hayes. Why wouldn't Hayes be a great fit for the Colorado Avalanche in the second line center spot? Yeah. If it can't be Kevin Hayes and a guy like Michael Gramlin from the Nashville Predators, I, I just think the Avs need to fill that void of Nazem Kadri. And to me, those two guys would be unbelievable. Um. I think they need a second line center in Colorado. Yeah, they do. To bring that mug back. And like you said, up dog, February 28th, 2011, your life Jeez, changed forever, buddy. Your life changed forever. Thank God I got to do it with my boy, Sammy Lapisto. Lapito. Good finish guy, eh? He was a great fin. I think he might still be playing. Sammy, you still playing? They could play over there, man. They just sauna know, and drink no, beers. Was, they don't even eat. I mean, They just God. drink beers and jump in saunas and cold water. They play forever over there. Who's Dan Byers, by the way? No idea. He was a throw-in. 
That's called a good old fashioned throw in. Rudisov Klesla, you remember him? Yeah, I do. D man. Yeah. He was pretty. That's who you got traded for? Yeah. Yeah. That he guy had was term a first on his deal. Flop. He had term on his deal, and uh, it was me and Sammy. We both were becoming free agents. Um, I played junior against Klesla. You did, huh? Brampton Battalion. He's a big boy. Big Checo. Ah, I would say he's a first round flop if you ask me. But. Was he a first rounder? Yeah, I think he's kind of didn't really pan out like they thought they were going to. Uh, Milk Carton, presented by our good friends at Life Force, promo code curfew. I'm all signed up, ups. I got the fucking, I they got to come over and take my blood. I've given more blood in the last two weeks than that's fuck, good. I'm running out of it. Nice. I'm running out of it, but they're, yeah, I'm signed up. Yeah, we're just in Aspen. We're up there taking the Life Force. Mac Daddy's on it too. Yeah, I, lose, I use my promo code, got me 15% off. Listen to you guys out there, fellas. Super easy. If you if you're up in Canada or wherever you are in the states, if you want to make some adjustments to your your, your lifestyle, uh, I think Life Force is the way to do it. Super easy. You go on. You use our promo code curfew. You fill it out. It could have been easier. Yeah, could have right? been easier. Yeah. So if you're up there in Canada or anywhere around the states and you want to make a little change to your lifestyle, it asks you what your purpose of doing it is. You want to lose weight. You want to get more boners. Yeah. I clicked yes to both of them. Yeah, for I sure. I want to lose some weight. I like to get some more boners. Why you know? wouldn't you? I mean, listen. I think everyone should just click those. You know, the one boner a day is not doing it. I like to bump it up to, you know, two yeah. or three boners a day. Yeah, it's nice when they come unexpectedly. An unexpected boner is nice. Nice time. And Life Force will provide that. That's you. right. So check it out. Uh, the milk carton. I'm putting the Washington Capitals on the milk carton for two reasons. One, I had a fucking bet on them the night. They made a trade two hours before the game. They traded Orloff and Hathaway two hours before puck drop. I already had my bet in. They lost oh, the game no. to the Ducks. Minus fucking 240 it cost me. So I'll put them on for that. And I'm also putting them on the milk carton for, at that time they made the trade, they were two points out and Alex Ovechkin was coming back from his dad's funeral. Like to me, I don't think that's the time you make that trade. Yeah. I, I think you give the Washington Capitals and Alex Ovechkin until the final last seconds of the deadline before you traded Orloff and Hathaway. I, it was a great trade for Washington. They got lots of picks and stuff like that. It just it left a bitter taste in my mouth. So I'm putting the Washington Capitals and their GM on the milk curtain. Maybe they just maybe they just realized they woke up that day and were like, we are not getting out of the first round here. Holy like but, but when you have when you have Ovechkin coming back. I know, I know. It, you're trading one of his buddies too, I'm sure, right? A couple of his buddies. I, I just listen, I, they're probably not gonna get in. Yeah. I just thought that Ovi deserved it. And maybe Ovi doesn't care, but I just thought like Ovi coming back, his first game back, it was just a weird time to make a trade two hours before the game. I don't know. Yeah. And it cost me a minus two forty money line because the ducks beat him. Oh, you want to hear my milk curtain? I'd love to hear it. I just, what you brought up earlier, St. Louis Blues, all the noise. There's a lot of noise around them, right? Everyone's talking about them in the media. They trade their captain. They trade Ivan Barbashev. They're blowing things up, although I don't think it's completely blown up. I still think they have pieces to win. But I've always been in, um, you know, as an NHL or OBS, you got to listen to just, coach wants to rip you in the media. Who are you at what point to just start ripping them back? When your team sucks. And you're making eight, eight bananas. And I'm not talking about one guy. There's a couple guys. But there's a reason that the team is in sale mode. And it's usually you point fingers at your best players. Right? So, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to take what the coach says and, and move on and, and show up. When showing up means fucking work hard. Make the right plays. Know that you're a guy that's like highlighted and has the ISO cam on him. I don't know. I just think... The day and age where you can't get ripped by your coach in the media and you got to come out and like, you know, what do you think? Yeah, I think, listen, I think 
<clears throat> I think they're not used to what's going on in St. Louis. Yeah. Right. This is a, this is kind of a, I don't think it's a rebuild. It's a retool there. Right. I think chief is, yeah, yeah, you're right. they just traded their captain away. They just traded Barbershev away. Tara Sankle's gone. Doug Armstrong's doing his job. His team's not good enough. <sighs> Chief's right, man. These guys, Doug Armstrong paid all these guys. Yeah. Paid them all. Now, if you're making $8 million or whatever, six to $8 million and your coach wants to rip you, and you're sitting where you are in the playoffs, I think you probably just take it on the chin and don't say anything. Totally, especially when you're 20. I don't know. How old are you? I mean, Robert Thomas was the guy who said it. And I, and I, yeah. love, I love Robert Thomas. I met him at Factor Stanley yeah, Cup you party. Can't like I 20, met at, you can't be 25 years old or 24 years old and, and you know, you can't accept He's criticism. 23. Oh, my God. He's 23. Yeah, I don't know. He's got 13 goals, 49 points. He's minus six. Let's go to, uh, let's see exactly what he's making here. I think it, I kicks, was, it kicks in next year, but they're making, say, eight, they're making eight mil. I would say the one thing that if I was on that team and maybe I was a Robert Thomas or I was one of these top guys, when Chief kind of questions your character, right? Like he said, our guys aren't playing good enough and they just don't want to play or they want to be here. and They're just not competing. They're not competing. And I, to me, that's questioning their character a bit, yeah. which is fine. Chief has every right to do that. He's yeah. the head coach. He's won a Stanley Cup there. Nobody played with more character than Craig Berube. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But if you want to come back and be like, hey, coach, listen, you know, we're trying in here. Things aren't going our way, but we're trying. Yeah, but I'm I with you. I would have kept my mouth shut on this one. That was Thomas's answer was like, he's completely wrong. He makes 8.1 next year, him and Cairo. They're making 2.8 this year. They both get 8.1 next year. So now, but now they're, that's the team. You're building around these guys. So I guess Thomas knows that he's there longer than Chief. And that he can say it, but yeah. I don't know. You're 23 years old. You just take it. You, what the coach wants to say is what the coach wants to say. He's the coach. Yeah. And you're out of the playoffs. If you're 33 and, and you've been around, and yes, I know you won a cup early, but if you're the guy and you wear an, a letter on that team and you're, the, you're, you're taking responsibility for the whole squad, then, I, then I, I would say you can speak on the team's behalf. Yeah. Or if it's just you, I would say just, I, I would shut up actually if it was just, you know. Yeah. I was shocked that he, I was shocked that Thomas came out and said something right after. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know him that well. I just was a little bit shocked that he came right back at Chief. But for but you, us, know, you know what it is. It's great for us. But, it's great you, for but us. you know what it is. It's like players get in this, oh, because we're losing. Oh, we just traded our captain. Oh, we just traded Vladdy. Okay, we're just going to lose, lose, lose. Then, then you're just showing up to the rink like, whatever, we're collecting our paychecks. You need to get called out. It, it needs to happen. And that's why playing hockey in like, you know, Phoenix or florida or whatever you can just show up and be bad and no one's going to really rip you. you the league doesn't really care nor does yeah. tsn nor does like yes they don't want to write articles on you but in st louis you're kind of in that middle market where no you guys are supposed to be a good team yeah and you now you guys are making all this money and now the media will be on you so expect the hard you know expect those hard um like criticisms and, and choices i don't know yeah and listen one thing about trade factor is when O'Reilly was there, everyone was going to work hard because O'Reilly's the hardest working guy on the team, right? When your captain's working hard and you see it, let's see what these guys are made of. Let's see how much character they have down the stretch here. Yeah. You know, they got called up by their coach. They came back. Let's see how hard they play down the stretch. Thomas, Cairo, don't have to worry about Schenner, but these kids, let's see what they got. Yeah. And I think that's Chief was maybe saying, hey, boys, let's, let's see what you're made of the rest of the For way sure, here. Because this, is your, this, is, your this team. is your team now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's good content for the boys. Uh, last but not least, in the Life Force Milk Carton. I feel like I say this every year. The Vegas power play. Two for the last 35. I, I, I don't get it. Put me out there. I don't get it. Huh? I don't get it. This is I like meat and, potato, it. meat and potatoes time. I don't get how their power play is not better. 
I don't know either. Eichel, Theodore, Marshall. I don't know. It's actually, it's crazy to me. I know, right? Did the How PP coach it? get fired when uh, DeBoer got fired? Like Cassie bringing his own PP guy or is that guy, is it the same power play guy? No, yeah, because De- DeBoer brought his, uh, brought uh, Steve Spot. Or Steve, Steve Spot went with DeBoer to Dallas. Yeah. Was he running the power play before in Vegas? So. Yeah, I think so. Was he? Well, whoever's running it now, wakey, wakey, two yeah. for 35. It's on the players a bit, but it's just, it's killing them again. Is it that hard out there nowadays? Like the PKs? I don't know. No, PKs are clipping at fucking 40%. <laughs> yeah. Like the top. Okay, here we go. I'd love to see the Oilers last 35 power plays. Probably 20. 20 for 35. Top power plays in the NHL. Edmonton Oilers, 33%. Tampa Bay Lightning, 25%. Ooh, LA Kings. Wouldn't have thought that. 25%. Then we go down here to Vegas. They started off great. The power play was great. Now it's down here at 20%. Like, fuck. It's got to be better. Your uh, power clip can't be that bad. No, you can't okay. go two for 35. So I'm putting the Vegas Golden Knights power play in the milk carton to get them going. Because I got Vegas at 18 to Come 1 at the start of the year. You Come did. on, 18 baby. 18 to 1. Wow. 18 to 1. Uh, did you see the Oshie hit on Lindgren? I didn't, but I'd love to. Can you pull it up there on your sure, thing? Sure I want to get your thoughts on it. And real quick, while you're looking that up, uh, Linus Allmark scores an empty netter. And all I could think of as a degenerate that I am was imagine winning the puck line on a goalie goal. Imagine you had Boston Bruins puck line. Matty Fernandez probably had a puck line. It was 2-1. That might have been the nicest goalie goal I've ever seen, Uppy. He turned, spun, sauced it right in the middle of the net. And I just thought, how sick would it be if you're watching that game, you got the Boston Bruins puck line and a goalie scores to get you the puck line. What a fucking yeah, win. Was it, by the way, hell of a wrister. What a win. What, best goalie goal I've ever seen. I, I actually seen this hit. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, bad boy? I mean, oh, it's a tough hit. I think it's clean. I just think it's cunty. I don't think it's yeah. a penalty. I just think it's cunty. And I want to say this, that Barkley Goudreau stepped up and fought on the next shift. And for these people out here that continue to come at me about me, about the fighting... That was great. Fight him next shift, square off him, and go. I don't like when they come running in and jump the guy, and there's no fight, and this guy gets kicked out. You want to fight the guy? Fight him next shift. Goudreau, great job. Oshi, great job squaring off. That's good fucking hockey, old school. That hit is not illegal. It's just cunty up, dog. It is. It, it is. You got to try to spin him a little more. Because, I mean, he puts his left cheek into the wall. But I would have hit the guy That's there, from the too. side. I know it is. I know. And you're expecting the guy to follow through, and you got to know, like, you were pretty aware athletes out there, like peripheral vision. We're you know, pretty aware. You got to know the guys on your shoulder and it's Oshi. You got to know who's you get. That's part of hockey. It's you got to know who's out there. It's a scary feeling as a D when I, when you go D to D to me, or I go to get a puck and I go to get the line. I put myself in a vulnerable position. Always. I know that as a D that I got to get it in. I got to take the hit to get it in, but I got to know he's coming and Lindgren. I don't know. I just maybe didn't think, I, I think it's not a penalty. I think it's a cunty head. Stay up of it. Stay on I your loved feet. It. I you loved it. Kind of went down and just turn buckled him. I thought it was a good hit. I thought he should have had to fight for it. I thought yeah. Goudreau did the right thing. Oh, yeah. she followed him. I thought it was unbelievable. Last but not least, the Coyotes Legendary Society, this group's called. I don't know if all these guys are still getting paid or they might have been getting paid by the Coyotes. <laughs> Datsuk, Hosa, Pronger, and now Shea Weber. Shea Weber. What a fucking, what a, <laughs> that's a nice line. Get those guys out there. What the a good foursome. Are they all members at that sugar leaf? I don't know. Yeah, so what's it called? <laughs> it's Sil- called silver leaf. Silver leaf. Kellis, I want to go play silver leaf. So yeah. Um, Webb's trade of the trade of the coyotes. 
Just I a little salary dump for him, eh? Salary dump. How long is Webb's getting paid for? Another, another six years. Wow, that's got to be great. Up dog, uh, always fun having to see you, buddy. Thanks for yeah, hustling back. Trade deadline's over. Uh, well, I guess we got till Friday to see. We got till Friday to see. Yeah, but hey, but we get to sit back and have a stogie, a little glass of wine, because we ain't getting traded, fella. Yeah, it'll be fun to break it down with you next week and see exactly what the teams are. Uh, I already got a bet on the avalanche, but uh, this is go time. Fun time of the year here. Sure Month is. left. March, April, go time, fella. It is, baby. Let's go. Thanks to Hall Pass Media, Binger, Maxi. That was missing curfew. Fella. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.